It's time for the Samhain Festival, and unfortunately, it's going to be the last time we're going to be visiting Luna Nova for a little while. Welcome back to the Land of Magic. Reach out, and our after show will begin. It's the Little Witch Academia after show, and it starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Little Witch Academia after show. Since this is the mid-season finale, gotta start with the end. One of, like, honestly, there's sometimes when you just skip over an end song of an anime, but this one, it's way too pretty. And here we go. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, the internet's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. And joining us, we got the full squad. Jo- first, Stacey Shuttleworth. Yes, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles. And Rachel Goodman. Hi, guys. I'm Rachel. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Rach Goodman or on Facebook at Rachel Ann Goodman. Can you believe it's only been three weeks? This is our fourth week doing the show. This is nuts. Yeah. I don't want it to be over. I was really sad at that ending. There's many reasons why I'm sad at that ending, (laughs) but we're going to get there. (laughs) Not not the jump. (laughs) No, yeah. Um, So so we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 13, the Samhain Festival. Uh, It is the mid-season finale for uh, the Netflix version of the season. We do know that the entire season is out in Japan. We're in America. We've got to follow the rules. We're not going to go find illegal streams, and for those of you who have, we don't, we're not saying that you're bad people, but sometimes you make bad choices. <laughs> we're going to talk uh, about season 13, where, or season 13, episode 13, where we think the show is going to go from here, and uh, I'm, we've got, a, and we've got a, a wonderful chat room full of people, and uh, in case you're listening to this after the fact, just so you know. We record the show live, so the best way to find this show and keep track of the show is to follow AfterBuzz TV on Twitter or follow all of us on our respective Twitters that we just gave. We're going to give those Twitters again, but also to follow the hashtag ABTVLWA. That is how we've sort of been keeping the community together and lumping all of our posts together, so make sure to follow that hashtag. Uh, I mean, we're only talking about the uh, the one episode today, so we can take our time. You know, we're not a big, we're not in a big rush. Uh, so, oh, Stacy, since you didn't join us for our last block last week, uh, what did you think of nine through twelve? It's picking up steam. <laughs> um, we're getting a lot of character progression, and I really like that. And I, I, I still have a lot more questions. Of course, Just, there's more always. It, Andrew returned. Andrew returned. <laughs> Andrew did return. That was yeah, what a did you whole think? ball of crazy. <laughs> what, what did you think about the shipping episode? Essentially. <laughs> the I ship mean, spell. They they covered everything they could. They really were all inclusive with their uh, shipping options. Shop around a little. <laughs> See what you liked. I can say I still think that's my favorite episode now. Now that yeah. we've seen all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, at least all of them right now. Um, yeah. That my my favorite episode has not changed. Yeah, that's the, the one. They they keep. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, <laughs> I I like the majority of the episodes. I I think they all stand above, and then a couple of the other ones are just like a hair below them. But this one being such a culmination of what the this part of the season has been so far. I think it it fulfills a lot of different things while still leaving it open for the second half of the season. Um, Especially when it came to Ursula and Akko's relationship, when it came to 
Akko just studying her butt off and practicing her butt off to make sure that she can get some form of transformations off. And they were adorable! There you go, girl. All right, so uh, let's get started. Uh, we got a strategy meeting with the girls. They're on the sacrifice team for the Samhain Festival. Not the best th- place that they want to see themselves in, uh, but they're trying to figure out how to deal. Um, who watched Who watched in English? Did anybody watch in English? No, Japanese? No. Okay. Yeah. So we're all going to go with Varahoa as the pronunciation because that's okay. what it sounded like in Japanese. If that wasn't the English pronunciation, mm, three. But... Um, <laughs> We, we start to see a little bit of a rift between the girls because Akko's like, we're going to make it have fun, it's going to be great, and we're going to bring it out of this sadness that it's been in. And the other two are like, why do you want to try, essentially, why do you want to try hard so much? Why do you want to keep putting in so much more effort when we don't have to do that? We have a very specific job. This is our assignment. We have to do this. Why do you have to do it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Be so happy like so happy to put in like 200 percent what did y'all think of the scene i mean i thought it was again very telling of how like people who were raised as witches in the community with magic as a part of their life and then akko coming in with a completely new and fresh attitude towards it uh questioning why things are instead of just looking at me like oh that's a tradition so we go with it because it's a tradition Mm -hmm. which seems to be very you know much the mindset of everybody else at Luna Nova, teachers yeah. and students included. So to see them clash like that, um, and also that it was really refreshing that, like, yes, they're really close friends, but they'll also, like, at some point you have to draw the line when you have the one friend who's, like, going above and beyond, like, let's do this and this and this and this. Like, Someone who volunteers for, like, let's do the most work, but they physically can't. So yeah. that means that you're, you're, they're essentially making more work for you. And that's kind of what I really liked about this moment is that mm-hmm. we kind of see a change with her friends. Finally, even though I, I I know that they don't really think she can do it still, but mm-hmm. there's sort of a point where they're starting to change and they're starting to support her and go along with her. And they no longer were saying, you can't do this. No, no, no. Finally, it was, okay, we'll do it with you. Even though Susie was Susie and Lotte was still Lotte, they are at Mm. least supporting their friend. And they finally come together and decided that they're going to go all the way. You're going way ahead. We're on this scene. (laughs) I appreciate it. I appreciate the enthusiasm. (laughs) Everything as it comes. Um, Because it it wasn't just this conversation that pulls them to that. Akko goes to Ursula for a little bit of, mm-hmm. hey, my friends, like, my friends are, are really, not not against me, but um, I'm just, I'm trying to do something different. I'm trying to make this fun, I'm, and, I'm, and I want to make, I want to be, the, I still want to be the best person that I can. Um, whereas Ursula's like, oh, if, but if she wants to do this, that means she's going to learn this magic, which is going to unlock that third word. So, yeah, do your best. 
very a lot of a lot of subtext in her do your best and a lot of the the glasses being covered or like animated mm. over and seeing her eyes at various things. I love that that subtext of her too. Yeah, that's a nice tell. <laughs> oh, we're getting we're getting some truth dropped right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your eyes. It's real. And even there are certain <laughs> and there are even certain times where. We see her eyes, but they're not as red, mm-hmm. and I and I like that too. It's like the eye, her eyes have her own character as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's still trying to hide. And I just the more that they keep comparing when we see Chariot versus Ursula, mm-hmm. they I don't they they, they kind of look very different, even though we now know they're the same people. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's really interesting what they're doing with that, especially with the glasses. No, definitely agreed, and it. it it's implying that she has something to hide. And the fact that they're playing with it now, and it's not just eyes covered, eyes full, but eyes covered, eyes shown, but not as colorful, and then mm-hmm. eyes just, like, fiery red. The full, yeah, the full intensity of... Full fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, on, on our way back from visiting Ursula, we knew this was going to happen, or we hoped something like this was going to happen, not necessarily in the most positive way, but Hannah and Barbara hold her accountable <laughs> for the terrible trick that that they were played that they played upon her. They ended up staying in the in the the what is it called the quad overnight, mm-hmm. um, and instead of like beating her up or berating her, like you know what we're gonna let you off easy because we can't wait to see the entire school laugh at you and your friends. Um, they refer to them as the loser trio. Yeah. And as this is happening, Lotte and Susie are walking by, and that's that's no fun for anybody. Invisible Lotte. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, mm. Girl. Yeah. Poor girl. Yeah. There's a lot of sadness here. But that's because it brings you down to bring you back up. Well, yeah. And although, although Susie uh, cracking her neck. Going Dude, no. to, I thought she was going to throw down. Seriously. Throw down. Just beat some butt. And I, I thought it was, it was like going to be neck and then like fists and then, and then full wood. stretching. Oh. And then just, or even just like a simple like flick and then mushrooms on their head or like something. Something. Yeah. M- mushrooms fill the room. Yeah. That, I just want that as a, someone's going to find somebody. Uh, Jeff or something like that. And then <laughs> we see that Hannah and Barbara's words really starting to affect Latte. She can't sleep. But we also see that Akko is out every single night working her butt off. But she still ends up showing up to school and class, but is falling asleep, trying to do spells in her sleep. And that's that's also starting to affect Lotte as well. Mm-hmm. I gotta love that throwback because at first she was falling asleep because she thought it was boring and it wasn't the fun magic, and now she's just working so hard that she can't help but to fall asleep. So and and that's like we we didn't get a teacher like trying to wake her up. Yeah. With, mm-hmm. So maybe there's a little. We don't know what class it was, of course, but right. maybe if it was an Ursula class, is like okay, I know I'll, I'll catch this up with her later. And no one in general was trying to wake her up or basically, you know make fun of her for this now. Mm-hmm. Suddenly they maybe they understand that it's because she's working so hard and it's they view her a little bit differently even though they still seem to think she can't do it but at least now she's starting to present this image that she's trying really hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and maybe it's also a thing where everybody's worried about their own presentation for the Samhain festival and their own grades and and as a result, it's just, <laughs> we don't have time to care about Akko because she's the crazy kid. Yeah. The absolute Fair. mad person. Um, we see that everything's starting to come together at the school. Decorations are going up, stages, um, seats. Um, 
And Ursula is on this quest while all of the prep is happening to find out where this curse came from. So maybe it can be lifted. Mm-hmm. And while she's on her search, uh, that's when Lotte and Susie are having their have their conversation about about Akko and and about them. And it, like you mentioned before, Stacey, it's it's great to see people have these real conversations of friendship and it's not always like we do everything together we're the best of friends um and especially with Susie and Akko's relationship being as interesting as it mm-hmm. is um it, it was nice for them to still have a conversation with Akko there by seeing what her plan was uh under her stack of books that she was studying with again um <laughs> but then at the same time getting to see Akko at the breaking point now, did anybody, when that frame of of Akko's perspective and it started to get, like, misty and watery, did anybody else go, oh, no, dear, no, no, no. Wait, yeah. it's okay, it's gonna be... <laughs> it's gonna oh, be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and right as she starts to cry, or mm-hmm. right as she starts to cry, uh, Susie and Lotte come and say, all right, we know your plan, let's change it up, we'll be your support, you do all the transformation magic, and and we'll come together as friends. And it's th- there's like an underlying message of what Akko has been trying to convey to everybody of why can't like magic should be fun as well. Mm-hmm. It has its it has its uses, but it let's let's try to enjoy it. Yeah, well, especially after the last episode, I think it was where she finally realizes that Chariot was doing these things because she enjoyed magic. So I feel mm-hmm. like that came back into play in this episode and that it kind of all tied in and it almost seemed too like um Akko even though she was trying extra hard and they realized this is what they were going to do it seems like it was inspired by what Akko saw in the last episode and that it's all coming around full swing yeah especially mm-hmm. with Lotte saying you, rem- you reminded me of what it was like when I first got to talk to a spirit and like Akko because she is still so new into the world of magic whereas the rest of these girls are all, you know, they're 15 years into, be, like, knowing magic and, like, it just being a regular part of the day. It's entirely, <laughs> it's entirely possible that they've, they've forgot, they've forgotten about that. Especially because it's school, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of like mm-hmm. working a job where it's like, oh, I thought, oh, this is going to be fun. And then you slowly start, it, the, the, the honeymoon slowly ends <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is, no, this is a job. This isn't fun. This is this is to serve a purpose. And um, re- uh, really quickly before we continue, uh, Miraculous Corazon in chat uh, says, Akko crying broke my heart. Um, Montserrat says, I almost cried with Akko. Um, and a uh, new member of the chat, which I don't think I've seen before, A. Kassad says, uh, Akko needs Mama Ursula cuddles. Um, <laughs> Yzman, Akko is our little baby. They grow up so so fast. Um and Iksad says again, I can relate. I go to an all-girls school, and it's making sure that that person behind you, that person is behind you in grades because you want to look the best at colleges. Yeah. So, in terms of nobody mm-hmm. paying attention, it's like doesn't matter. I got to take these notes so that I can so that I can advance and get to a good magic career. Um, but yeah, th- this th- these type of scenes. As much as I love all of the magic and everything, where the girls' personalities get to come together and come through and be friends, I, lo- I love this type of stuff. That's that's what made me enjoy this franchise in the first place. Uh, <clears throat> we have the beginning of the festival, where uh, Diana is just 
making sure that <laughs> everything goes out without a hitch. Were there now? Of course, there were our three main guest witches mm-hmm. that were super design heavy. But did anybody notice any other witches that were like, I want to know more about that person? Or were the three judges people you want to know more? About? Uh, I thought it was kind of interesting that we did see a lot, a couple of witches come in that looked a little flashier. Than what um, we've come to understand is under, as um, acceptable mm-hmm. in this culture. So we know that Shiny Chariot has kind of been exiled and ridiculed because she was flashy and fun. But then seeing some of the witches come in and have maybe not quite as flashy, but still definitely more out there personalities. Sure, the rock star yeah. was one of the the subtitles yeah. used. So, and they even though they were flashy, they also seemed like they were kind of down to earth too Mm -hmm. because they weren't being as judgmental as what I thought when they said in the last episode that we were going to see all these Mm -hmm. you know famous celebrity witches they seemed like better characters sure and it it, it did seem like uh, with these three it was it was more of a uh, it's time for the festival again I guess yeah let's go yeah Yeah. not as much excitement that tradition yeah Yeah. (laughs) Very little deviance. Uh, I guess we from, gotta uh, go to Luna Nova again. Not this time of year. <laughs> yeah. um, we see Ursula. Uh, excuse me. We see Ursula is still searching, and we got our girls Amanda Constance, Constance and Jasminka rocking the heck out of garbage duty. Man, that was the most stylish garbage collecting mm-hmm. I think I've ever seen. You got to make the best of it. Oh, and they did. When they said garbage <laughs> duty, I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't expect like a slime ritual with a gross face. Yeah. Um, did any of did any of the the showings uh, stand out to you? No, they were all they were all so just. I mean, they were meant to be just. Oh, okay. Which things? Sure. <laughs> sure. It almost seemed more glam, like even though it was trash and you know <laughs> slime, it almost seemed more glamorous than what I was expecting when they were talking about what was going to happen. Yeah, and everybody would be like, "Oh, we get to do this thing, we get to do this," and you're like, "What? That's weird." And here it is, and it actually seemed more exciting than <laughs> what they made it sound like. Um, a Kassad says it's like coming back to Spirit Week. Or homecoming week. I was like, yeah. yeah. Except for with that. Definitely. All right. <laughs> Nobody wants to be at homecoming week. You think it'd be more fun uh. them, with, for them, at least. They've got magic. Yeah. Not in this world. Like. But that's the thing. It's gotten banal. It's gotten yeah. basic. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, nothing. It's not It's not as magical as uh, Shiny Chariot made it seem. Yeah. And didn't mm-hmm. one of the witches even say, one of the celebrity witches, they said, oh, they're using old magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 nothing's new. Nothing's fresh. Everything mm-hmm. is a tradition. Uh, oh, we, no, I like the theme better. No, we shouldn't have come in on the Fiddler on the Roof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, as as night continues to, to come, and, the, and midnight is when we will have our sacrificial ceremony, uh, we, we get to the Diana portion, which mm-hmm. is this gorgeous, beautiful water summoning, or uh, unicorn summoning magic that finally seems to wake people back up. Mm-hmm. Um, no surprise. Of course. Diana. <laughs> I love her. No, no, no. <laughs> even I love her. <laughs> Why do you have to be so good? <laughs> when the last eagle flies. Shout out to your shirt. And your wedding, actually, that was that was still amazing. Um, that was a random thing to say. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> no, how much how much of a of a of a unicorn nerd are you? Pretty pretty unicorn nerd. <laughs> I mean, what and what and what are qualification there? <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty. I mean, the I think every, it it was really funny at your wedding. Uh, you had a reading from the last unicorn. I did which was pretty amazing. Uh, standing there in rehearsal, like that's metal as hell. <laughs> and and then when uh, watching the the some of the the heads in in the crowd was uh, now reading from the last unicorn. <laughs> What are, it's, it's my favorite book. Get out of my bag. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to read a passage from Lazio I've got to. <laughs> that, and that's the fun of it. Um, the, uh, I want I want to see more of that magic, but at the same time, it seems just like a flashier version of the transformation magic that that uh, Diana did in class where she made the, the stallion. Um, so even here, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm just doing a... All very technical, very mm-hmm. beautiful, but very technical, mm-hmm. very that detached kind of following the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, you know how I'm just, this is a random thing coming into my head, but in the movie Sing, for example, one of the characters, they get up there and they're singing, but their actual body language is doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And the comment they got was, well, nice voice, but that performance was boring. And I kind of feel like Diana. She just stood there and just was very, like, stoic and calm. And Mm -hmm. there wasn't much emotion that I could see on the outside with her. And to me, it might have been better if she had been giving a little bit more. Now, I know that's Diana, so, of course, (laughs) she's not going to. But, um, yeah, it was a (coughs) wonderful performance. But on her end, she was just very, like, to me, she was very flat and didn't do much. It, yeah. Poor girl. <laughs> I uh, even though we're only halfway done with the season, I would like season two to be the exact same story, the exact same period of time, mm-hmm. but all from Diana's point of view, so that we can get her in her monologue. That'd be interesting. I would adore that. I think she's so, such a fascinating character, and I mean, even because we've gotten little glimpses into her mind now through Akko being a little nosy. Thing, thank goodness for Akko. <laughs> um, but yeah, to to kind of see how Diana views it, because and I also do feel like she does have that passion, but she just doesn't get to show it or hasn't been like told that she can. So she keeps it very technical, very professional. And and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about Diana when we get to the end. But um, right before they went on stage, uh, they noticed that Susie and Lotte were by themselves. There was no Akko, and they're like, what? So she left you stranded here. Now, this was one of the few times in this entire season so far where I think Diana may have gone a little bit too far. I agree. A little bit. I and- yeah, I was a little surprised. And, I mean, I could chalk it up to her being all stressed out because, I mean, we saw how many people were coming to her and depending on her. So any little puzzle piece out of alignment at this point could tip someone over the edge. Yeah, so it, it, it made sense. She was like... You, she's not here. Of course, of course she would. But then yeah. that last, how pathetic! That yeah. that's yeah. where it's like, okay, all right, bring it back a little bit. We're mm-hmm. not. <laughs> this isn't one of those things where Hannah and Barbara misinterpreted what she said, or one of the teachers misinterpreted what she said. Yeah, you're just super stressed. It it might just be me, but I feel like Diana is actually starting to get a little threatened by Akko, mm-hmm. uh, even though Akko isn't up to par with her and her ability. I feel like 
Diana is starting to think and realize that there's something deeper inside Akko that could allow her to surpass her and her magic and allow Akko to become the better student. Mm-hmm. So I, that's kind of how I'm seeing it, is that deep down Diana is kind of emotional and does have um, a lot of maybe negative thoughts, maybe because of her past that we don't mm-hmm. know. And that when she says things like that, it's because, not just because Akko's not there and she should be, but also because of this like deeper inner resentment that maybe she hasn't even allowed herself to like fully realize she has toward this character, toward that Akko. makes perfect sense. Makes mm-hmm. 100%. Good call. Um, but uh, Lotte doesn't let that stand. Says, when Akko puts her mind to something, she sees it through no matter what. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. More friendship. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, actually, Eastman brings up a uh, okay. No, we'll come back. Eastman asks that again once we're we're done talking about the their segment because that is a very good is a very good thing. Um, a single sex school is all about sabotage. Says Akasad. <laughs> I love your person. I love your perspective on this. Please come back when we do the next the next franchise the next uh, half of the the season. Absolutely love to have more of your perspective. Um, now, <laughs> when. Akko starts presenting it like, oh, welcome to the sacrifice <laughs> part of the show. Complete opposite Beautiful Diana. girl. Yeah. Beautiful girl. I loved it. Wonderful cinnamon roll girl. Uh. Um, just like turning it into her own version of a charity performance, seemingly. Yep. And everybody's like, wait, what is going on? And, <laughs> and then a uh, character who's been slowly climbing up uh, the favorites list, Miranda, our principal, oh. holds back the two. She's like, Hold on. Yeah. Let her go. Give it a second. Plus all the students were liking it. So, yeah, this is yeah. like, what is the, this is supposed to be boring. All right, let's see what happens. Yeah, it was another spark of excitement. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, if I was the principal, I'd kind of be like, yeah, no, no, let's keep going. This is yeah. what we want. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last one, for God's sake. Also, seeing her, Miranda being able to see their dedicate what their, uh, or Akko's over excess in... Uh, excitement for the magic and ma- and the magic community becoming so personal to her and and being able to see her father one more time, you know, like that's you know she has a bit of a, a little bit more of an understanding. Yeah. Well, also, as a performer, there's that whole fake it till you make it. <laughs> so maybe got that. <laughs> she had the confidence whether she was going to do something great or not. No, I don't. Akko, I and and. While I do agree with that concept, I don't think Akko was faking anything in the least bit. I don't think she wasn't like, I don't think she, at that point, I don't think she was nervous. Because mm-hmm. the confidence that she had going up on that stage and being face-to-face with Diana and going, you you just watch. Yeah. It's it's yeah. your turn to watch yeah. me. She had her moment. Yeah. yeah. That, that, I don't think there was any faking. That was, yeah. her, she was putting her heart on the line and said, no matter what happens, my friends have my back. Everybody's here to watch me. Time to mm-hmm. perform. Time to channel a little bit of Chariot, and let's have ourselves a show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did anybody think that the um, the false finish of uh, Verohoa swallowing her is like, okay, completely, new plan. Did anybody <laughs> think Yeah, that? I was like, oh, okay, now she's working the magic from the inside earlier than I expected. 
Yeah, I, so that I was mean, good. I, I knew they weren't going to actually like pass through, though. I knew mm-hmm. something was going to happen that was going to yeah. stop it. Mm-hmm. And especially when we saw, you know, the shiny rod getting involved, I was like, yeah, no, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we saw Akko turn into a mouse to escape first. Everyone's like, whoa, what's what? Everybody's just super confused. Um, and then she turned into a flying elephant, which every every <laughs> voice that that Akko did, or the way that her voice changed. It was hilarious. Every time, it, it was adorable. <laughs> and the hippo being just a little bit. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lotte. Susie, thank you so much. Like a, it was hilarious. Adorable. But she was just trying to make Verona laugh. Didn't yep. like, well, come on, let's have some fun, enjoy yourself. But it seemed just to anger Verhoff more and more and more. <laughs> but Her, Ursula finds our thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In this case, Aquatart was definitely in it. And she had good intentions, but it, it would not have, it wouldn't have helped. It, w- it would have helped if we had a little bit of uh, the brain of Luna Nova, <laughs> uh, Diana involved in some point. This is why they need to work together. <laughs> oh, just, well, yeah, and had she not been so stressed out and, like, thrust into this leadership position, then it probably, you know, that would have been her role, I, I suspect. She was probably just sitting in the back with a clipboard, like, ah, oh, what do we do? <laughs> what is happening? Where are our emergency exits? <laughs> we need to make sure that everything is fine. Um, Not very good on the spot. Yeah. No. (laughs) Um, There, uh, Lotte does a little bit of assistance by adding the balloons to make sure that uh, That Akka stays in the air. And then we get, of course, some mushrooms peppering the field. Uh, They give, uh, um, I almost said a different word, Verahoa, a little bit of hair, a little bit of greenery, a little bit of cuteness, and the elephant Akko is lost. Like, come on, let's have some fun. But... They eventually, uh, um, on their way, no, okay, a couple of things happen. Ursula finds the thing, fi- or find, finds out how to break the curse, gets back to them uh, as they are falling uh, from the sky, after, as they're knock- knocked out of the air, they get told, oh, it's a seed of sadness, pluck it out, everything will be fine, uh, swallowed, and... The happiest that Susie has ever been. Yeah. Oh, man. She was thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted to be swallowed by that thing the entire episode. Yeah. She's, why are you changing our plans? Yeah. No, 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 no. We're being swallowed by the ghost and dripped out. This needs to happen. That's the, the best emoji. I just want that just little oh. pill face of Susie as like a... All three of them. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's the entire range of emotions in three heads. <laughs> I kind of identify with Susie on that one because what? that's a really unique experience. And and if you go in like with, you're gonna be you absolutely gonna fine. Be fine. Yeah, because it. I mean, there was no threat of danger or anything. Exactly. So, but but of course they didn't want to follow the plan. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, you know, I, it would not be the worst thing in the world to experience that once. I'd probably not feel the same once I was like sliding through. But like. Thinking about it, it's like... <laughs> and now I can also maybe. imagine uh, in, like, the coming episodes, Susie, like, not washing her uniform or, like, her, <laughs> her, her formal robes just to be like, I can still smell it. <laughs> it's still a little squishy. Or, like, something like that. Oh, you're probably right. And that's, that's gross. <laughs> yep. Oh, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, so they find the seed uh, and... We we get the third spell, which we find out about in the in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are Aria, I, I'll just say that that's correct. Um, which 
we notice on the shiny rod, <coughs> the third stone becomes lit, mm-hmm. and it turns into a giant grabo arm, to which the girls all together pull it out, Dang. and um, <laughs> huge explosion of light, and Verho remembers her life. Anybody think that she looks a little bit like Princess Bubblegum from Adventure uh, like Time? A lot. A lot. <laughs> like a lot. I was it almost reminded me of Beauty and the Beast in the very beginning when the Enchantress or you know, when she shows up. Mm-hmm. It kinda reminded me of that almost. A little bit different, but she just kinda looked like that to me. The way yeah, the kind of the way that she stood. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I and didn't I see that. I kinda felt like as soon as all this was happening and that seed had been removed, I kinda guessed that that's what they were gonna do with it and they were gonna show us someone who was you know the exact opposite of like a depressed mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Finally, finally able to remember the the, the good times. You know, yeah. um, they they self planted the seed of sadness just so that she would never forget her friends. But it's not it's not it, 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 there's a wonderful lesson in there because it's not just the fact that they're gone, mm-hmm. but the times that you had with them while they were here that can keep you happy and put you at peace. <sighs> Still a little bit sad, even though we didn't know yeah. anything yeah. about her. It was still like, oh, that's so sad. <laughs> but uh, Princess Bubblegum aside, uh, the girls <laughs> get a standing ovation from everybody. Throughout the whole time, the, the, the guests were like, oh, this is new. This is interesting. And laughing at all of the like fo- light form changes that Akko was going <laughs> through. was bad magic, which yeah. they had no problem pointing out. Like, Those transformations are awful. <laughs> this, this is awful. This is the best. This is so great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like how... It's everybody but the two teachers on either side of Miranda that are that are applauding. They're just like, this is awful. This is terrible. Even, even the celebrity witches were enjoying it. They were super into yeah. it. Yeah. Only the teachers that are like, no, we have to be formal and serious. Akko again. <laughs> she, ru- she ruined <laughs> our event. Now there'll never be another sacrificial part. We need to come up with a new part of the show. Well, now, from a scheduling point of view, you don't have to have content all the way till midnight. More people are going to be bloody exhausted. You can have something start during the day. Once it starts to go down, have a couple of things at night, and then send people home happy. Have a barbecue. Whatever. Why yeah, not? Yeah. We're changing the Samhain Festival if we even have it again. <laughs> but now we're back to Diana, who yes. has been in the back watching all of this go, and she looks really upset. Like, not just not just like, she did a better job than me, but just like genuinely, what I... Lost. She just mm-hmm. looks lost. You know, I, I think it might come back to what she saw in the future. Maybe this is part of what she saw, and it leads mm-hmm. to something really bad. Oh. Like well, a foreshadowing? Well, I don't know, because you did say, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm, I yeah. don't know why I'm feeling like this. So may, maybe, it was part of, maybe it was part of her vision, but I think we would have gotten a check yeah. of, this is just like the thing I saw. Or, yeah, but, that's true. But, yeah. No, but it's, it's still good. Good analysis. Yeah. Um, so the question earlier that Eastman posted that I that I had them uh, bring back was: Is Diana is Diana jealous because she wasn't chosen by the shiny rod? I think that that's entirely possible. I mean, we know that Diana was a shiny chariot fan. Yeah. So. Well. Do well. We don't necessarily know in this one yet. She's okay. She's but, in the opening scene in the audience in one of Sherry Chariot shows. Okay, as so, a little girl. But that was I'm just okay. because I haven't gone back and watched. Was that in the series too? 
In this, yeah, it was the very first episode. Okay, of so this it wasn't a series. series. Yes, it, okay, was, cool. it was here. It was here. Because I don't remember because it was that whole first couple of episodes is just a blur. <laughs> I went back and checked. Okay, right. <laughs> no, yeah. she's she is in the audience. Um, or I mean, it it's her. It it has it looks. She's got the two tone hair and everything. And it's and it's also um, they they're very good. Just like traditional animation, they make sure you your eye can catch. Yeah. Um, because it's a little bit more detailed than the rest of the audience. Did yeah. you see that? I didn't. Okay. So I so didn't know. Go back. It's, it's yeah, to... awesome. The first time, or the first, I should say, the first couple of times I watched the OVAs because it's in the OVA as well, and I went I went back um, because in the OVAs it's a little bit more heavily implied uh, because they only have so much time that Diana mm-hmm. was a Shiny Chariot fan. Yeah. Going back and in the beginning seeing her being just as excited as Akko is in the crowd, and then you wonder what happened there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it had everything to do with her family and the life <laughs> that she lived, especially mm-hmm. around families like Andrew's family. So, yeah. but in terms of whether she's jealous of Akko, I definitely think she is. Um, whether that scene was sort of, <coughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe it goes back to she doesn't even realize that she is jealous, and so she... Mm-hmm. doesn't know and she's really confused because she's Diana Cavendish why should she should be jealous she's always been the yeah. best yeah why always she, been the best why should she be jealous of Akko of all people mm-hmm. but she is and she doesn't know why and I mean she's suddenly realizing too that there is one there's there's this whole new area that she does not have mastery of she's used to knowing everything she has been trained in every you know magic subject under the uh, sun at this point uh, but here's this whole new fun kind of freeform approach to magic, and here's Akko solving a problem, you know, solving a curse that no one even thought to say, oh, hey, is that a curse? We could probably help this poor ghost that likes eating our students. <laughs> and so she's Who like, knew? so for the first time, someone is addressing, like, these ancient traditions and looking at them in a new way and kind of making her think, there's there's so much I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's Critical thinking as opposed to knowing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but while she's looking on, uh, the announcer girl, whose name I never caught, unfortunately, yeah. um, says, oh, hey, we're going to be doing the Moonlit Witch thing soon. Don't worry. You probably got this. They broke the rules. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, I still don't get how they broke the rules just because they didn't follow the tradition. That they didn't. They never established that there were rules. Exactly. So hearing, oh, they broke the rules. Yeah, and especially since early in the series, it's kind of been anything goes as long as you get from <laughs> point A to point B. And we don't care how you do it. Did they ever even establish what would qualify as making someone win this award in the first place? No. They no, just said. Yeah. They just said no. that. Chariot did this amazing uh, summoning magic, and that mm-hmm. got her the the role. Yeah, or that got her the the title. So meh. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. When Whatever. It finally comes back. Um, so while <laughs> that's happening, we see Ursula looking on, and we see cubes, just cubes coming into the hand of a person. It assembles into another cube and it vanishes away. Who is this person? And as it cuts, my notes say, "No, not now, <laughs> no." <laughs> It was one of those. Are you oh. serious right now? This is it's end, it's gonna it end felt, right now. It's, it felt it felt too soon. Oh, one hundred percent. Like even, even that was if, it. Yeah, like even if there was gonna be a next episode and we were you know we were able to see it right now, mm-hmm. that episode just it, it cut way too like at the yeah. wrong spot. Like huh? Like, it f- it flowed perfectly to the point where everything followed such a good beat that yeah. you didn't notice how long it was going. But it's the same yeah. length of every other episode. Yeah. It's crazy. It's nuts. 
<laughs> so um, we've got a little bit of time left, and I want to do. I do want to talk a little bit about predictions, but we do have a tiny bit of AfterBuzz TV news. AfterBuzz TV news. So over this past week, uh, a new trailer for uh, uh, the what is it? The Chamber of Time is the Japanese name. I'm sorry, I forget. But the Little Witch, the Little Witch Academia game, which is going to be coming out in Japan this year and the U.S. next year, uh, dropped a new trailer. So we're going to take a little bit of look at that, and we're going to talk over it because it's all in Japanese. Um, so if you're watching this, on, if you're listening to this on iTunes, make sure to check us out on YouTube so that you can watch this with us. Let's take a look at this trailer. So we get a lot of looks from the series, and uh, once we start to get... I would like to... Uh, I just want this game so bad. Um, and it also makes me want to go back and rewatch the series again, though I wanted to do that already. Uh, <laughs> I can assume that a lot of this was uh, her being a student Luna Nova and wanting to be like her idol, Shiny Chariot. Uh, and now we get into some gameplay, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, title card. <laughs> I wish I spoke in so red Japanese shiny. right now. Yeah. Right. But I love the the movements are so they're clean, but they're also like a little bit like there's one frame missing here and there, and it makes it look really unique. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like the girls find this uh, time portal, which looks like a giant uh, grandfather clock, and it looks like some of the other portals that we've seen before. Uh, but we also get the reveal that Jasminka, uh, first with this super attack, Constance with her super attack of summoning a Gundam, uh, and Amanda with a sweet fire spell uh, be are going to be joining the party, and now we have up to six characters that have been announced as party members. And the magic uh, gun is back! The magic gun is back. Cerberus, we see. Uh, presumably Cerberus. Um... But it looks like there's exploration, there's a little bit of stealth, and a whole lot of action. Uh, so excited for this game and the fact that I, I hope we don't have to wait too long uh, yeah. after the release of it in Japan. But it's coming out exclusively to the PlayStation 4. And I won't it. Oh, man. I need to play it. <laughs> yeah, I won't play it so bad. I need bad. it. Um, so now uh, we're going to go into lightning fast prediction. Your After Buzz TV we got five minutes. Thank you. Um, all right. So we've got 12 more episodes left. We have no idea when they're going to drop. Rumor is August, but it's like grain of salt rumors. Yeah. Um, what do y'all want to see after this episode? Where do we want to go at Luna Nova? I mean, I need, I need to see Diana and Akko start working together to expand each other's horizons. I, they have so much to teach each other, and they both have such essential, important parts of what the magical community clearly needs right now. Mm -hmm. But they need to combine these efforts and turn it into something new and unique. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see her find out that Ursula is Chariot, and yes. I want to see them working together. Because I think they work really well together, and that not only is Ursula slash Chariot been able to help Akko, and is the only one who can really get through to her fully to help her, I think that they seem to work really well as a team, and can I think that there's going to be some major problem, and that they should work together to fix it. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. agreed. Um, I a couple of times when we when we've predicted, like, oh, we want this to happen, we want that to happen. It usually happens in the next episode. So I would love it if if episode 14 
even I don't know if it, it should start with the Moonlit Witch Festival, like the Moonlit Witch, like crowning, mm-hmm. um, or if it's like the day later. We just yeah, and we find out on. who it is, like we did yeah. with the race where it was, yeah. uh, and Diana wins. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, I I don't think we need to see it. It would be cool to see it, mm-hmm. um, but it felt like with the little bit that they gave us of ah, oh, you're gonna win, don't worry. Um, Maybe we'll see it. Maybe we won't. But yeah. right after that, I I want there to be a like a like a post mortem discussion of how the event went with Diana as the ringleader and it's like I need Akko, I need to talk to you privately. And it starts as a conversation of oh your thing, and now we don't have this event, and becomes and turns into the conversation that we wanted to have. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard. Not going to the internet and being a person oh. who makes bad choices and watching <laughs> illegal streams of this. Um, but really quickly, on Twitter, Miraculous Corazon points out uh, that it seems like we have been given a glimpse of the person, of the cube person. Uh, the intro of season 11 shows us a person in the shadows, like sitting on one of the tree branches. Uh, and it looks like their sleeve resembles the one that we saw. And then also in Akko's vision... Um, of all of the darkness and the terrible things, mm-hmm. it's and it and the, those two people have similar character designs. So now we have to go back and watch all of that, and you should watch the OVAs. Um, now I will. <laughs> just um, <laughs> and speaking of the OVAs, I know they're they are standalone stories, but I would love it if they and and we've seen that as a <clears throat> as fans of the franchise. But if we had mm-hmm. some version of the stories that happened in the OVA interpreted into the series. I think that would be a fun way to check them, even if it's like a, uh, like not even the full plot of an episode, mm-hmm. but if it's just, oh, here, we're going to have this labyrinth. Oh, we it's time for the parade. Because yeah. um, why not? Um, oh, did I say season 11? I'm sorry. Um, episode 11. <laughs> I There will be 11 seasons of the show, and I'm not going to be mad. Um, <laughs> Could you? <laughs> Akko <laughs> so, goes to college. No, yeah, seriously. Man... Still be watching <laughs> this. Um, I just as a sort of a wrap up. I I have been a fan of this franchise ever since it first dropped uh, on. I don't even know where the, the OVA first dropped. I think it was it was Crunchyroll, I and then so. and then Netflix picked it up, and then we got the second one that Netflix that uh, was kickstarted, and now we have this series. And I love this world. I love this show. It's one of my favorites because it's a break from all of the stuff that I usually like to watch when it comes to anime. Um, <laughs> And it's it's just such a delight, and I can't. And I'm so happy that we got a chance to do this. And thank you so much for for joining me for this show. I'm really happy that that we got to do this together. And Megan Salinas, who joined us for episodes one through four, is really happy to have her here as well. But uh, any final words, final thoughts about Little Witch Academia before we take a break for the season? I'm just so glad something this happy and lighthearted, you know, can exist and be something we get to watch. And let's hope Netflix gifts us with some more very soon. I agree. I just want to see more. <laughs> That's all I have to say. And, uh, yeah, I just really, I, I am fascinated by the different characters, especially people like Diana, who are, you know, generally are good, but there could be some deep, dark secret we don't know. So I just want to know more, and I want to see them quickly. <laughs> yeah. August can't get here soon enough. I hope that's true. <laughs> no, I totally agree. Um, Eastman's calling for a live-action Little Witch show. Which I wouldn't be totally against if you did it right. I wonder if, like, Netflix acquiring the the Little Witch franchise <clears throat> make a live-action Little Witch show. 
an, an English live action Little Witch show that's just fun magic stuff. That could be really cute. Especially because it's Very it's cute. all it while it is kind of Japanese, it's not entirely Japanese. It's yeah. still the magical world and it's still a whole bunch of different cultures coming together and a lot of references to Western animation mm-hmm. anyway. I don't think it would be that weird to yeah, they've set it up to be very diverse. I think mm-hmm. it would be a pretty easy transition. I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, all right. So uh, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Let's let's give some shout-outs real quick. Uh, Miraculous Corazon, Eastman, A. Kassad, P.W. Gregory, uh, Caitlin Geddes. Um, did I already? I, I did say Corazon. Um, and all of the people that have joined us live throughout these past four weeks. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, uh, I said it before and I'll say it again. We want more anime on uh, AfterBuzz TV. <clears throat> we are uh, currently talking about some things moving forward that will make it a little bit easier for that to happen. So please follow us all on Twitter. Follow AfterBuzz on Twitter. AfterBuzz TV on Twitter uh, for more of those updates. And just as a little bit of tease, we're working on something with Little Witch Academia that may have us back sooner than the announcement of the second half of season one. Get hyped because if this happens i think we'll all be a little bit shinier so uh before we go uh let everybody know what other shows you're on where they can find you on twitter etc rachel um you can find me on twitter and instagram at rach goodman or on facebook at rachel ann goodman i am also on the weekly wrap-up of uh young and the restless with abby scott or you can find me on mondays for just two more weeks hosting the show gypsy Excellent. Stacey. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Charles or all across the web at Nerds Doing Stuff where I'm a nerd doing stuff. Uh, I'm also doing a show later on tonight with Mark. We have a weekly video game show called Inventory Full. So be sure to join us there. Yes, make sure to join us on Inventory Full. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about Comic-Con, the Destiny 2 beta. Um, I, we, we already talked about Little Witch here, but just, I mean, why not? More of an excuse to talk about it. Um, <laughs> as well as what our, our game's looking forward to the second half of 2017, what we're going to be looking for. So that's on the Popcorn Talk Network tonight at 6. Make sure to join us there. Follow me at Mark Bidonica. I do a lot of wrestling content here, uh, wrestling stuff. Voltron is coming back in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm super excited to be a part of that show. We interviewed a lot of folks over at San Diego Comic-Con. Check out all of our Comic-Con coverage. We had a lot of stuff if if you're a fan of different Netflix series, Marvel series, uh, ABC, all sorts of stuff, check all of that out. Thank you so much for watching the Little Witch Academia After Show. We are so grateful that you joined us, and we will see you back in Luna Nova next semester. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 